0: Good morning, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Toby Emmanuel and I am going to be your coach today. Thank you for always listening to all our trainings online and of course all our programs that we do both on Facebook, on Instagram and all our podcasts. Today I want to share with you five things HR will love you to know before you start applying for a job. This is very important things that you as an applicant to know five things that HR wants you to know every HR like to tell you these things you know they wish that after the interview maybe your session with them they can actually tell you oh this is why we will not be able to hire you this is why you're not a good fit for this job but unfortunately because of time constraints and some other unforeseen circumstances they are not able to tell you these things and i wish they had done that maybe you would have uh, been able to avoid some of the shortcomings you've had in your various or previous applications so today i want to highlight you i want to explain to you i want to illuminate your mind on five things that every hr will love you to know This is Accelerate Consulting bringing you this podcast because we are so much uh, faced with diverse applications and we see the loopholes that most of job applicants are are, measured, you know, the loopholes that they have in their CVs and, of course, during their interview processes. And that has made us to understand that people need to be taught. People need to be knowledgeable about how these things actually work and how some of these things can actually be put in place, you know, put into the right perspective so that you are not often falling short of the next. And the oncoming interview i hope this blesses you i hope this gives you joy so what are the five things number one you must know what you're applying for before you get before an, an hr okay i understand that in some cases you go online and then you saw uh maybe perhaps you saw the invitation for application and you applied somehow maybe it was not really specified for Or why most people do not know what they actually applied for is because they have applied for lots of job applications and opportunities and by the time an interview calls i mean i mean call on them to come and defend themselves at an interview they have lost sight lost memory of what job they actually want so most people usually opine that it's going to be around marketing job, it's going to be around something like customer service or administrative job or thereabouts, but you have to be specific about what you're applying for. So that information should be very clear to you. So how can you engage this? How can you leverage on or what you're applying for? You need to take a record of every job advertisement that you've seen and you've applied for. This is very important. You need to take record of it. So. You can do that in your Google Drive, you can do that in your email, this is very important so that when you are called, you know the kind of information you're going with, you know, you have to avoid all the relevant information for whatever reason may be, this is very important, so you need to, you'll be able to know what role are they looking for, what other research can you make. Towards that role, and at the same time, how well can you, how best can you look into the company's website to know more about that role and why they need somebody for that role? This is very important. So you need to know what you are applying for. You need to know what you are applying for. Don't just go being a generic um, under a generic term under a generic assumption that okay they need someone like this and whatever they bring to me I'm just going to defend it this way. You have to be specific. When you know what you're applying for and you know what your client or your, your HR company is looking for, then you will be able to create the story. Now, note that you're able to create your best story that you can present at an interview. You will be able to create your best caption statements. The first statement you're going to give to them, you need to know how to best craft your experience to match up that role while you are speaking. So, all of these things are very important. And of course, number four, you need to know the milestone that you will have to give towards uh, your achievement, your previous achievements, and the milestone it has accorded you in the time past. I hope this blesses you. So, that's the number one thing that you should know about interview. Alright, number two, understand that the interview is not about you. This is very important also. Most people, most job applicants, when they get to an interview, all their focus is always on themselves. On themselves, you know, what, what you are, what you've done in the time past. All these are not necessary. And HR or HR are looking for people who is going to come to discuss their problem, not your problem. It's going to discuss the solution to why they want to employ you, not coming to tell us you know, so much about your family, background and all of that. And let me say this to you, when you get to an interview, the first question after welcoming you is going to be, can we meet you or tell us about yourself? Now, this is an avenue for you to sell yourself big time to this HR company's or the panel of interviewers so you need to sell yourself now there should be less focus on what your background looks like based on you know family wise or your your local government and all of that in fact I would advise when they ask what's your name you should focus on giving them one name one simple name that they can you know get used to under 30 to one minute and they can always remember to call you that name often time okay so when you do that you have already laid on a foundation that will linger longer in their memory so, I'll advise you that focus on talking about the problem. Focus on talking about the business that brought you to their company. Focus on what if they say they need an HR assistance, or if they need someone like a technician. So what problem do you imagine that a company might have that will make them to need to be in need of a technician. So all of these have to be put in perspective and when you are speaking, you are considering talking from the point of solution, alright? Talking from the point of solution and talking from the point of experience. So your experience and the time passed and the solution you're trying to provide will equally grant you access into their mind and then leaving a mark before you leave the interview this is very important and I hope that helps you too so let's go to number three HR are checking up on you now this is one of the crazy things I've seen that HR do these days they are checking up on you I've seen most people I wrote a post on time sometimes on Facebook 2019 and I spoke about how people who claim to be looking for a job should appear on Facebook you should appear like one alright your content the information you have on your Facebook should reflect what an HR would love to employ okay you can have some more or less, a pornographic picture that depicts, you know, the other side of you on Facebook and then on your social media, and you are expecting a nature to consider you for a job, even if you have changed your social media is uh, and is apparently another image as you. So you need to watch what goes on on your social media. Perhaps you can take some of Facebook policies and privacies that can, I mean, grant me give you. You know some level of security nobody can tag you except your permission you can activate that key on your facebook let it be that not every tag appears on your wall so that because sometimes you might look decent, but the people around you and the things they say the things they tag you with would definitely corrupt because to the moment it appears on your facebook page on your timeline it somehow can tarnish your image so Employer, usually when you when you apply for a job and they are considering you perhaps to invite you for an interview or after an interview with you, know that they will go back to your Facebook, they will go back to your LinkedIn and any of your social media platform and see number one, do you have an audience? This is very important. Some of us who don't follow to follow back on Instagram, they want to know how much audience do you have, what benefits are your audience to you and what content do you feed? your audience what contents do you feed your audience so all of these things has to be very very clear to you so make sure that on your social media on your uh internet platforms let it be that you portray a good image and the things you talk about should resonate with you you know the kind of environment you actually want to be in the future let your subject and let your message on social media let it resonate with who you say you are to your uh, employer and last thing on that note is that let every information at least every information to a degree of 80 90% every information on your social media platform let it resonate with what you have given to your HR, I mean to your employer in the cv or during the interview so let's all try and strike a balance between all of these things these are the things that hr would love to tell you but they do not have the time to do that i hope this helped you also so number four the basics this is what i call the basics now in this in this portion i'm going to talk about two to three things that are basics that you must know or check when you are submitting your CV or you are um, applying for a job number one of it is that you must observe if there are typographical errors in your CV so I'll advise you whereas you cannot guarantee that your English or tenses might be absolutely right you can use some of these free softwares online like grammarly and attach that to your, you can download it on Play Store, download Grammarly keyboard and then as you type with your phone, you can even use your phone to cross check your tenses, your verbs and all of other information that might uh, devoid the tense rule so that you can keep your work in check. So make sure that you go over it again and uh, avoid typographical then number 2, when you are called to an interview, uh, make sure you arrive at least 30 minutes before the interview. This, this is very, very pertinent, honestly. Because now here is why you don't want to be late. No? One, you don't have a car, perhaps you can't even be driving to an interview. I don't know, so I mean, well, in, in some cases, anyway, you can. So, but then, whereas you're not driving and then you don't know what the condition of the road perhaps there's traffic, perhaps or uh, there was an accident on the road that may delay you, perhaps you won't have you won't get the right vehicle at the same time. So, you cannot predict a journey that is supposed to take you 30 minutes. Why not go ahead an hour? so that you can beat all the challenges on the road. So you must get to an interview schedule, be- I mean, 30 minutes before the time. So that when you get there also, you study the environment. Number two, you can connect to one or two other um, job applicants like you, okay? And number three, you can be able to, you know, have, I mean, guide yourself together, put yourself together, keep calm, perhaps you want to take some water and not be nervous before you are called in for an interview because somehow being nervous alone can be a challenge for some persons when you see the panel of uh judges that want to interview you so these things have to be put into consideration so don't try to believe. and let me just add this this is very bad character we have people when they get to an interview Perhaps you met some person seated or you are the first person to sit. So let me explain the two scenarios. If you are the first person to sit, so let's say you are the first person to arrive at that interview venue and then they ask you what you've come for. Okay, this is the reception, please be seated there while we are waiting for others or while the interview will start soon. Now. It is a bad habit to start pressing your phone. This is very, very common among most people and HR will not be able to tell you this. When you focus on pressing your phone among other people, some persons just feel like I I, I just want to be in my shell, I don't want to connect to people, I don't want to have this, um, you know, some interaction, it's very bad. It's very bad so they they express I mean they expect that your expression towards other people will actually um, give you they will see how broad how open your mind is this is very important so even if you are gonna press your phone let it not be like you just focus on your like you are just reading for example you know some persons have that habit Some persons can just glue to their WhatsApp. Some persons can just be on their Facebook, checking some Instagram pictures. Not even like they're checking the company website. Not even like they're trying to know one or two other persons that are uh, seated with them. So you need to avoid that habit. So these are the basics that I want to tell you as number four. And then the last but not the least, you should know a little about the company this is very important I think I've mentioned something related to that you should know a little about the company that you are applying for so how do you do that if you don't have a connect in that company you don't have a connection you don't have the HRS number you don't have any of the CEO any of your friend that works in that company so what I advise you to do is go search for the name of the company even before you apply before you apply for the job let it not be that you'll be scammed okay go on internet and search for the name look at the different subsidiaries of that company look at the activities the services they provide and see why they would love to have someone like you in their system and then when you get the interview then after you know so much about them you can be able to create your solution template your solution storyline and um, use that to defend yourself and your application Okay, I mean at the interview seat, at the interview seat, know so much about the company, know their client base. You can get so much about that on their, I mean, on their website. Do they have an app? And what other services are they providing? If the the role you want to apply for is a new role in their system, you should be able to know. And then. Lastly, when you know so much about them, at the end of the interview, learn to ask questions. Learn to ask questions. This is very important. You can't be meeting people for the first time and you have about 5-10 minutes interactions with them. And after a while, they ask you, do you have any questions for us? And you feel like everything is clear. Even if you understood everything that has been discussed, you should ask questions. What question can you ask? Well, you might dare to ask the, the name of those people that interview you it's fine oh sorry i've forgotten your name what's your name please it's okay or jokingly you can ask them when can i start working they will will definitely tell you that we'll get back to you but make sure that you don't just uh back yourself at the corner by telling them oh i understood everything i don't have a question and all of that but while they are speaking you should also because questioning is the best way for you to arrive or to gain more insight about that company or that friend, so I hope these five tips help you to truly uh, have an amazing interview experience. My name is Toby Emmanuel once again, and I, I am from Accelerate Consulting, firm based in Port Harcourt, Nigeria. We take people in a whole lot of uh, expressive. And uh, I do knowledge that's required for them to function very well in the marketplace. And I hope this podcast is one of those things that's going to truly help you build you to become more expressive more effective in business and all of that this is absolutely something that anybody would actually want to take up so i appreciate you always and more importantly for you to listen to this podcast if this podcast looks so good to you i'd like you to share with your friends share with your colleagues share with your you know business partners and let us reason together. You can also send email to us at info at Info at accelerate group.com. Send us a mail. What's your opinion? What other things do you think we have not shared in this podcast that you need to know or that other HR people need to know or perhaps are there things that HR must know about applicants too. I think maybe I have to do uh, subsequently i would do a podcast on that things that hr needs to know and understand about the applicants so that it can make provision for that. i think you should look forward to that because it just came to my mind now and i'm definitely going to do that for you so till i send you another podcast again or have another training with you or have another session with you enjoy yourself bye for now Welcome. I'm excited to host you once again as your coach in the Right to End Mentorship School. Today, our course of study is titled Purpose Discovery Session. And this session has several other subtopics, so as we unleash in the class, I like you to stay focused and then put your heart together to actually understand what is the message and why is important that you must discover your purpose? All right, so let's go into the class of purpose. What is purpose? A purpose is the reason, the why, the the, the why behind the plan, or the why behind the, the action. Okay, so every man on earth has a purpose every steps you take on earth is designed for a purpose there is an objective God does not do anything without a purpose in other words we will say God is a God of objectivity why is it important that we look from the point view of God when we are discussing purpose this is very very important and very critical it is because no man fall from heaven every man has a place where they are i mean the antecedents where they emancipate from where we met force where we were created where we were molded before we found ourselves in this world so god is the creator of heaven and earth and he created not just the heaven and earth including man, including the plants, including the sea, the water, the stars, the farmament, and everything that's compressed that makes up the earth. So in all of this, God creates man for one purpose, and that is dominion. However, in God's agenda, in God's plan, in God's a prototype of what man is supposed to be what you are supposed to be on earth God has different purpose for each one so that what your purpose looks like to you and what my purpose also gives to me is sum up together to fulfill the general agenda of God on earth which is dominion so what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what you're doing now it doesn't matter what I'm doing right now God has a general plan he has a general goal that the 7.1 or 7.5 billion people on earth has to fulfill however our purpose differs our life course our plans God's plan for us differs in such a way that we are meant to to establish and manifest in each of our purpose areas and then merge it up together to sum or achieve the god's big plan so what is the god's big plan for man number one it says that you dominate you dominate i dominate man is not supposed to dominate man man is supposed to dominate the earth so Most people, having lived for a long time 20 years, 25 years, 30 years in a system of economy that was not founded on the purpose of God or on the purpose of vision and clarity, run by the leadership of a nation, we have now found ourselves in a system that hides our potential and puts us or places us in a new number, a new order of things where we are now seeing things in the same way instead of seeing things in the, in the same direction. So I don't know if you get what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say to you is that the system of school that we have been used to for a long time as con I mean as 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 condensed our thinking as construed our lifestyle our thinking our ability to express ourselves to discover ourselves and then it has now molded everything together and put it in a pigeonhole so we are now thinking in one direction what is it one direction that you go to school your primary school after primary school you go to secondary school after secondary school you go to the university after the university you go to service and after you don't serving, you either look for two things you first look for a job or you look for a husband and after you've gotten married what next you start delivering your baby and focusing on raising those kids raising those children and then the world ends someday you died and you're buried all right so it, it therefore means that it is possible for a man to exist however such people might not live. so what really make your relevance on earth is purpose and the earlier you understand what's your purpose the earlier you start living the earlier you start known the earlier you become relevant the earlier you can touch life the earlier you can improve yourself and become God's big agenda for the world okay so purpose is designed from God or purpose is designed by God write this down purpose you the purpose of your life the reason why you came to the earth was designed by God but must be discovered by you you have to discover your purpose meanwhile God had designed it so here's what I'm saying. I was studying the scripture sometimes some years back while I was talking, you know, trying to point out on this matter of purpose. And I looked into Genesis and how that God started with Adam. So, in the book of Genesis, the Bible was speaking that God, after He had created earth and created man, in the cool of the day, God was always coming to Adam and Eve in the garden. So while He comes to them in the garden, what does He do? He comes to teach them and to explain to them what their purpose was like. Now, here's the picture God will come in the cool of the day to tell man the next thing that He ought to do. So there was this relationship, there was really this avenue for man to hear directly from God what he needs to do every day. So God was not saying all the things he had planned for man. He was not saying it from a thing. Hey, that's, that's one thing I want you to understand. God was not saying it abstractly. God was focused and he had structured all of these things in a book. So every cool of the evening when he comes to Adam and Eve, he speaks to them from the book. Adam, this is what you're supposed to do today. Adam, this is the next step you're supposed to do. Adam, this is the next thing you're supposed to do. Eve, this is your own assignment. Eve, this is how I want you to work today. Eve, this is how I want you to live today. Eve, this is what I need you to touch today. All of these things were already in a plan. But the mistakes of man was that man was not meant to understand these things from the beginning so god wanted to always come around and then tell adam the next thing he wants to do so he teach them he was looking for a platform to teach them so that after adam has already been taught then he can transfer this knowledge to other people that would have been the key number one i want to get knowledge transfer actually one of the means to empower people to impact other people I'm gonna break that down later so what happened when man fall out of God's opportunity to always come and do seminar with him and help him grow and help me understand what the exact plan of God was God caught that relationship because man by himself has run away out of God's presence where God can always come and teach them so one evening when God needed to meet Adam and Eve he called them to where exactly they used to have the class and have an evaluation of how their day used to be and have an understanding of what the next day, next day is supposed to be and then he called Adam Adam where are you and he says I heard your voice and I was tired I'm not here to preach to you but I know that you know the story very well so what exactly do I want you to get in this class what I needed to understand is that after the incidents of Adam and Eve God drove them out of the Garden of Eden and the book now the book God kept the book and he hung it back in heaven Kept the book back in the heavenly library. So men were created in on earth after time, but not all men have access to their purpose. Again. So God kept the book in heaven. The books were with God. Okay, the angels they knew there was a book, but they do not know what the book was. what what was the purpose of the book or what were the contents in the book you know why this is because the angels were not meant to discover your purpose for you you were meant to search for the purpose of God and read from the book and read from the book if you study the Bible very well the Bible says uh, Jesus he read from the book Isaiah read from the book Daniel read from the book but we never talk of any angel that read or read from the book so it therefore means this book was kept in heaven for a longer years and no man, so many people were on earth, only few were able to only few that God, you know he loved them and he needed to put mandate on, on, on their shoulder like Noah, like a whole lot of them they, they got the message of their purpose because God actually showed up to them but that was not a strategy that everybody could annex or could manifest within. So you two, what am I trying to say is that your purpose is in the book. Alright, so what happened to the book? And until when the world has lived longer years, and then it was a time for God to either He want to wipe off the earth or that someone needed to go into the earth and tell the world that this is what your purpose should be it's like bro you're making mistakes is that you are getting some things wrong and then they searched in the heaven there was a search in heaven there was a call in heaven the Bible is looking in the book of Revelation that who is he who's gonna go to the earth and tell the people this is exactly how they should live. this is exactly what they need to do and the Bible says that there was a gross silence in heaven there was a gross silence in heaven now, watch me I'm going somewhere there was a gross silence in heaven and nobody could talk why because those people who were elders in heaven most of them were angels and angels had no idea of what the book is and what's in the book but they just all they know is that that book is a powerful book all right so Jesus came up after the silence went for a while he he stood out and he said how will go, and he carried the book. He confidently opened the book, and when he had opened the book, he found that the right thing the exact thing that you supposed to know about yourself the exact thing that you're supposed to know about your career is the thing that that that, that god has written in this book and adam was not patient enough to let god teach him what he should do so that he would have been able to transfer to your forefathers to your fathers and fathers fathers until it comes to your own generation so jesus took it upon himself And he says, I'm going to come, I'm going to confidently explain these things to men. And that was the call of Jesus on earth. Okay, so, number one thing I needed to get here is that the purpose of man, what you have to be, what you are to become in life, is in God's hands, not in the hands of your parents, because they don't know, not in the hands of of your teacher. Because he, he, he doesn't even know what he was supposed to do. Who knows? Maybe, maybe teaching was his job, not actually was his purpose, okay? So you cannot place judgment of why you are who you are now upon your parent or any other circumstances around you. You could have rather placed the judgment upon yourself for not going to God to ask what your purpose is like. And so many times God might not might want to speak to you and He wants to communicate things to you and be like, My daughter, my, my son, this is this is the time that I need you to understand my plans for you. This is the time that I needed to work in this way. These are the things that you should do. And literally, you begin to find some things difficult to do, not because someone cautions you to do it or not to do it, but because it's not just part of the things God wants you to do so purpose at that point god is calling you to come and open in this book get this book and open it so that you can read what exactly it meant for you until isaiah read the book the bible says and he opened in the book of Isaiah, and he says that this are the things that the children of God are supposed to do. One of it is that uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and He has uh, empowered me, and then He has what the empowerment, what was the function of the empowerment to heal the sick and the oppress another. that. Now that was the message of purpose. He read it in the book. That's the first thing I want you to understand. Okay, I'm gonna break it down. So uh just I, I like to just let you understand this very clear before I start showing you the steps to get the purpose okay so after this Jesus took this book and he brought it on earth and when he took the book he read it he came on earth and he began to teach the people what their purpose was like that was what led to the incidence of finding disciple. So he needed a disciple, but he he found those people who were doing their job and neglected their purpose. Not because they don't want to do their purpose, but because they don't know what their purpose was like. So he found Peter who was a fisherman and his job literally was supposed to be a fisherman. But however, his purpose was supposed to be a fisher of men. So God took him and he showed him and Jesus took him and he showed him his purpose because Jesus has read the book. Everything God has for you is in the book. Your 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 assignment is to look for the book, find the information and become the information. That's where I'm going so jesus showed them matthew you're supposed to be a tax collector by job description but by purpose description that's not where you're supposed to work you're supposed to be a minister of the gospel now i'm not saying everybody that that's listening to this can actually be a minister of the gospel but i'm trying to tell you that number one the purpose and the plans of god for your life is in a book so what book is it where did jesus Keep the book after he had done with his assignment on Earth. So I'm going to show you, and I just conclude this session. That is all right. So when Jesus came to Earth, he taught those who could. He could teach, and as he was going, and he said that I'm going to the heavens. And I'm going to send you another comforter It's going to teach you. So, the job of that teacher, who's the Holy Spirit, is to also teach you what, what's in the book. You see, so it, it definitely means that purpose discovery is not what you go about asking your teacher because they don't know it's not what you go about looking up to your president to help you do they have no idea it's not what you go to your husband or your parent or you blame anyone for you just it just have to be within these three guys if it is not God if it is not Jesus it has to be the Holy Spirit and you have to just go to him and you ask him now here is it so when Jesus needed to get he, he the book somewhere for every man it kept the book somewhere for you now you should begin to imagine that right now in your heart you are opening the book you open the book and then uh, you have access to the book you have access to the book because God has given or released the book to Jesus so where did Jesus keep the book where did he hunt the book Did he return it back to the heaven? No. Did Jesus return the book in the temple? No. Where exactly did he drop the book? Jesus dropped the book at the cross. Now, listen. I need to get this quite right. Jesus, he dropped the book at the cross. So, where he died was where he dropped the book. And until a man finds the cross and drop what he was carrying so he could carry what Jesus had dropped are you getting the exchange now let me take that again Jesus taught every word on earth that he could reach out to about what their purpose was like about how they should leave their purpose but those he could not touch he needed to communicate them so he dropped their own book of purpose discovery purpose and life he dropped it at the cross so that the whenever this isn't that whenever they realize that they've never been to the cross, whenever they realize that they've never been doing their purpose, whenever they realize that they have always been going astray, whenever they realize that life is so hard, and they are doing what they were not meant to do, that they, they can always go back to the cross. So when you get to the cross, what happens? When you get to the cross, what happens? It is for you to drop what you are carrying, to drop the baggage, to drop, to drop the burdens in your heart. That's why the Bible says that. Come unto me, all ye that are labor and are heavy learning. In other words, come unto me, all those who are not doing your purpose, all those who do not know their purpose, all those who are not living their life without just merely existing. Come unto me, all those people who are weary and heavy learning, all those people who are doing too many things outside their purpose, all those people whose life are just you know, running a circle, life has not been good to them. come unto me, come unto me. So where are you coming to? you're not coming to the grave, but you're coming to the cross. What's going to happen to you at the cross? He's saying that come come and do exchange. Let's exchange. okay I have kept the book here. All you have to get from me is get the book and drop what you're carrying at the cross. Because in this book is the completeness, it's where you have the complete package of what God has implied for you. So purpose discovery is between three guys: God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So if any man, listen, if any man can bow down in his house or kneel down beside the spirit and just imagine. Just imagine, what, what's that thing that you're doing right now that's putting you under stress? What is that thing right now that is making your heart feel so uncomfortable? You've gone to school fine you've attended lectures fine and now you're looking for a job and everything seems so frustrating you don't even know what next to do so the first thing you need to do is, i don't know whether you've given your life to jesus or not but this is not really this is this is not really a joking matter this is not what you can actually take from granted because from here now i'm going to be launching you into how you can discover your purpose but the first thing first is that you go back to the cross drop whatever you're carrying and carry your purpose by faith Carry your purpose by faith. This I'm teaching you. I don't know, there's no university that's gonna teach you. I am not preaching to you, but I'm telling you my own personal revelation. My own personal revelation. The day you exchange, you drop what you carry to carry what Jesus has read. Jesus read it. There were a few people who I, I just told you, angels did not understand what was in the purpose. It's between Jesus, the Holy Spirit, which is the person of God, that knows about what's in the book. And the earlier you go back to the cross and drop it, and then the faster you can get your purpose. So, this is a message for someone right now. I don't know what you're doing, but I need you to understand that your life course, purpose discovery is of God. Purpose planning is what God designed God kept your purpose from you because your father, Adam, did not wait to understand the complete purpose or the complete package of God for man. So when the Bible is saying that the eyes have not seen, nor the ears heard, and neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has in plan, what God has in purpose, what God has packaged for his people, what it was saying was that I wanted to tell Adam that day but he had not seen it. It has not entered into his mind. I could not communicate him because he didn't wait. And so every now and then, God can keep making the miraculous out of men. God can keep making the miraculous out of men. Maybe if Adam was... Was was patient enough to, to let Jesus to let God open up his mind, open up his brain. God would have been, been able to tell him the the level of his intellectual capacity and what his intellectual capacity can actually create. Maybe the world would have been far, far gone more than what you see. The level of invention that you are seeing today is based on the knowledge the power of God and according to his purpose and plan that men have been able to maximize so what exactly am I teaching you I am teaching you that the mistakes of Adam did not count again fine he didn't wait for God to interpret it to him but can you wait for God to show you and give you your plan that's what we're talking about here so let me see your reaction if you need to pray if you need to trust in the Holy Spirit right now, it can just help you. That's the first thing I need to tell you. The Holy Spirit can just help you find your purpose. Come tell Him how you want Him to show you your purpose. It's simple. You want him to communicate it to you in your dream you want him to communicate it to you in in your song And in, in in fact if you want him to communicate it to you in the real life sense he's just going to do that if you want him to communicate to you by reading book or by reading bible or any form right? holy spirit is going to help you to do just that so guide yourself and put your heads together right now and then understand that the place the first place jesus expecting exchange is at the cross and after the cross he's going to give you is the i mean the book and then you can continue to live and now read from the book so what do you read from the book give me the next class and tell me if you really enjoy this class and then the next podcast is going to be just for you I so much appreciate everyone of you for this moment. It is power packed. I'm, I'm, I want to be sure that you are really feeling the heat right now. You're really feeling the heat right now. So it is absolutely power packed. Enjoy and stay blessed. God bless you.